Previously on Live at 605. You're going to make me list all the songs in the club. Wangsta, 21 Questions, Many Men. Like all I have these no songs. idea what songs these are. Girl, if I had to ask you 21 questions. You know that song, right? Is that a country song? <laughs> John Mallon. And Val Gomez. Hungry, uh, Toronto studio near you. This is episode nine, 10. 10 of Live at 605, and I am your podcaster, Val. And I'm your boy, Skinny J. Day one of a 21 day diet. John Mallon has seen better days. Not feeling it. Not Let's feeling it. Put that out it. there right now. <laughs> um, but we have another action packed podcast for you. We had a really good week last week. Think so. We had did some, a lot of things. Did a lot of things. We had some shenanigans um, happen, mainly to me yesterday. Yeah, all kinds of <laughs> all stuff. All kinds of things. Um, always a trip to the burbs. Yeah. Um, so either way, I guess let's kick this shit off. Yeah, why don't you give out your contact? If you guys want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool shit we've done, um, it's Val Gomez23. John posted a really cool story. Oh, it's on gone Instagram. Now. Oh. It's only up for 24 hours. Brutal. You can post it on yours. No. I will not give that away again. Here is the hint, though. There were s'more cupcakes. I can post it on the Facebook page. Though. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so follow me at Val Gomez23 on Instagram, Twitter, and Snapchat. How's your Instagram game? Awesome. Did you have a good Facebook game this week? I did. I choose, I think we've said this before, there's a definite social media breakdown of demographics and where we choose to post things. And so, for instance, I posted a picture yesterday night of me and my niece, right? right? And it was a solo picture. Typically on Instagram, I do pic collages because of the podcast. But on Facebook, I opted to put a solo dolo picture of me and my adorable niece, Savannah, and I put it there purposely because I'm a wow. Oh, I just broke the mic. You Notice go. you broke the I mic. I know. Um, what you call it? I put a solo dolo picture on there because I knew people on Facebook are typically a fair bit older than us. They're families right. and whatnot, and they love to like baby pictures. That's true. So I knew by nature of a lot of Facebook followers who have kids, who post about kids, who like kids, they will like my baby picture. So you did pretty good then? Yeah, some might say I did pretty good. Not up to my 52. You didn't get 52 not yet? Not yet, not yet. So anyway, why don't you give out your followers? Because that way maybe they'll find you through me. Find you through me? Yeah. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Malincamp. I got a bunch of new followers on Twitter because I've been posting lots of funny shit. But I haven't posted anything on Instagram because, mm-hmm. you know, of my... Although my Instagram game's been pretty good. I've been getting, yeah. like... I was gonna like. say, stop it's downplaying. Facebook, it. I ain't posting Ooh. shit no more. Because last time I posted, what did picture- we learn about demographics on Facebook? I just told you. True, but then you see someone post like a picture of like a carton of milk, and it gets like ninety likes on Facebook. Meanwhile, like Is that only one person who posted that on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure we both knew who it was. Really? Yes. And then facebookcom slash live six zero five. For pictures and memes and all that fun mm. stuff, and I'll post a video of you creming my brulee, maybe. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> right? And then what about iTunes? 
iTunes, drop us a comment on our iTunes page because every comment you leave for us pushes us back into the news and noteworthy. Yeah, so pretty good week this week, I mm-hmm. guess. we got a lot to talk about. Talk about some stories. We mm-hmm. might talk about TV shows. Mm-hmm. I still have some questions from that weird website if we need to oh, go to God. that. Oh, God. Because it's always fun weird. to ask questions. Not those ones. They're all about death. Yeah, life and death, basically. <laughs> but do you have a sponsorship at all? Yes. All right, why don't you give us a Here is my sponsorship of the week. Sponsorship of the week. So, John and I were actually saying, going into yesterday, that we actually had no sponsorships of the week. And then we took a train to the Burbs, and then all the worst things happened to me. Yeah, that's kind of your sponsor, I guess. Yeah, it is my sponsor. I call my sponsorship the Suburbs. Nice. Like Arcade Fire. Not as good as Arcade Fire. That's true. Um, so basically, what you call it, John and I took the GO train, and we, we sparingly take the GO train these days, unless we have to. We usually opt for Ubers or renting a zip car, yeah. except sometimes we tr- choose 50-50 on some modes of transportation. So this time, going back to the Burbs, we decided to take the GO train from Union Station to Port Credit, and then have my dad pick us up. From uh, Port Credit to go home. Right. Right? And so, seamless ride. It felt a little bit longer. The train seemed like it was delayed. A little bit. Right? It was really gloomy this whole weekend in Toronto. I like to blame climate change, even though Donald Trump would tell you otherwise. Right. Um, we got off... Politically charged episode, right? Definitely politically charged. Some shit went down (laughs) this week. Um, So, either way, we get onto the train, seamless ride, get off the train... My dad is there to pick us up. My dad has, like, I'm just going to say a Honda, because I have no idea what kind All of right, car. All right, he has a nice car. He has a Elantra Honda What does it matter what he drives? I don't know, because it has automatic it's windows. Got, yeah, every <laughs> car these days have no, automatic windows. No, they don't. Windows. Some people choose not to have automatic windows. Yeah, those windows. are, like, hipster doofuses. Exactly, right? And so, either way, we don't know. People around the world might not have first world, like, <laughs> automatic windows. That's true. So, either way... I'm like, because of climate change, it is exceptionally hit or miss in Toronto right now. It's either, it says it's six degrees or eight degrees, but it feels like minus 10 some days with the wind. Right. Right? Yesterday, being one of those situations, we get into my dad's car, and like a senior citizen, they need to have the heating on full blast. Yeah. Us, like not senior citizens, feel like, no, we do not need to have the heating on full blast. So I, my friend... Roll down my window right. a smidgen and put my hand out the window. But regard, that's never a good idea. Who does? Who? I'm not six years old. I don't I need know. parent controls on my windows. So, like, we're literally driving out of the go station. My hand is out the window with, like, my fingers on the roof. And so, all of a sudden, as if I'm six years old, my dad starts shutting the window. Yeah. And I'm like, ow, 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 ow. And he's like, what's going on? He's like, is there a car? I'm like, why would I say ow for a car in our way? And so he's fully like shut the window on my fucking fingers. fingers, And so they're fucking in pain. And I'm like, open the window. And you know, like, you never want to stress out a parent when they're driving because they're already stressed out anyway because they're driving and they're old. So then he's like, oh, which button? And he's like, why did you do that? I'm like, why the fuck would you shut the window on my fingers? Right? right? So either way, my fingers are in throbbing pain, right? And he pulls them down. They turn, like, purple oh. at the knuck, like, the where they bend at the, like, knuckle part. So who, for all of you listeners, 
basically wanting to know what like your fingers being bent in a window unnaturally feel like. Uh, they hurt a lot. They hurt the next day. And if you play instruments, good luck bending them properly. <laughs> so either way, I'm always like a little nervous because to John's, I think we said it in last week's podcast when I got injured. Which time? Oh, I don't know. All the times. I heard you telling your mom about me getting injured and like just mm-hmm. rhyming off all the ways yeah. I got injured. And so I just feel like 2017, maybe not the best year for me physically. Uh, it might need to put you in a bubble or something. I do feel like all these injuries are not my fault. No, well... They all, other people <laughs> trying to kill me. The only one that goes 50-50 for blame is the card window. <laughs> of course you say that because my dad will never no, listen to No, because you can't put the window down a smidge and then put your fingers through. Why not? there's too much room for error. Like you, it, might... it was down at least an inch. Yeah, that's not enough, though. I would never do that because it would make me so scared that someone okay, would ask something. Okay, I'm not actually even done my sponsorship. That's part one of a three-part story. Uh-oh. So then, obviously, we're in the suburbs. We need to go to Walmart because shit's way too expensive in the city to buy from shoppers. Yeah. So we drop my dad off at his house. Then we end up driving to Walmart at Square One, which is like a large, um, what you call it, shopping center in Mississauga in the Burbs. By the way, someone got shot there last night. <laughs> at Walmart? No, at Square One. At the Walmart in Square I don't know, at the Walmart, but someone got shot up at What that. time? Like two hours after we had been there. What? Before we'd been, after we'd been there. Three hours, I don't know, I just saw it on Twitter. What? I'll go find it on CP24. <sighs> or someone, they're shot in the air or something. Shot in the air? Took a gun, shot towards the sky. I don't know, they did something weird. Like a fucking seafare flare? <laughs> yeah, but with a bullet, not a rhyme flare. Uh, what's a rhyme flare? Rhinestone. Like a rhinestone flare. You like that song? No. I love that Who song. Who sings that song? It's from High School High. It's like my favorite thing. Like a rhinestone cowboy. You just referenced High song. School High? Yeah. I yeah. Th- I've actually referenced High School High twice in the last week. And nobody oh, knows what movie I'm talking about. Of course. Except potentially me, you, and Brandon. <laughs> Yeah, it's the song on Dangerous Minds. Yeah, it's the song John Lovitz is listening to before he goes to the ghetto and his radio station changes. Yeah, but that's an actual song. I know, Rise but up. I'm just saying, that's the song he's listening to. Meanwhile, last week when I mentioned Soul Playing, you like eviscerated me for 20 minutes. No, I didn't. This is like when you mentioned Slick Rick, and I was like, what are you talking about? And then I said, is that guy listening to Slick Rick? Yeah, Uncle Ricky. I don't know what you're talking about. Let me tell my story. Stop sabotaging. Sabotaging. So, either way. So then, we go to Walmart. Okay, there should be a thing called parking lot etiquette. I am fucking looping around because it's fucking gloomy as fuck outside, so I want to park fairly close to the entrance of said doors to Walmart. Are you listening? Yeah. So, (laughs) I need your reaction here because you're half the problem. You you don't want my reaction. No, but you're half the problem. You're part of this sponsorship. So I'm trying oh, you're to do. My sponsorship. So worry. I'm trying to do a good thing here, right? My hands are hurting holding this damn steering wheel. There's no good radio stations on because we can't get our fucking like uh, iPhones. iPhones to sync up to the car. It's all the horrible things. So we loop around. I find a parking spot, except the dicks beside me on either side are parked horribly. So I'm so nervous I'm going to get my dad's car scratched. Yeah. So I opt not to take that one, and I go even further and loop around. Two segments of parking spots. 
right? Lots of pull-through spots. Lots of pull-through spots, but too far out. So I'm trying to do John a favor, who earlier in the day told me he was getting my cold that I was having, yeah. right? You said your eyeballs were sweating, just yeah, like my the, whole face was sweating. that was the day sweating. before, yeah. So I'm looking out for your best interest. So, so you then, eviscerate me on No, this so then we're basically at a parking lot intersection where there is, like, people going east-west, and I'm trying to go north-south into a parking spot Right? Where there's two cars coming out of. Yeah. Now, do I not put on my indicator to say I'm going there straight? Right? Okay, to take you tell your side. To take one of my two spots across the lane. Right? Across the intersection. Then, out of nowhere, I'm waiting for this fucking woman to do like a nine-point Austin Powers fucking turn to get out of her parking spot. So I can take hers. Right? Right? She finally fucking gets control of her car. And you know her car fully has one of those rear view cameras. So I'm like, yeah. I don't know what the fuck she's looking at. She's nowhere close to either of these things. And it's like, pivot, pivot, <laughs> right? Finally, she gets out of there. Does this dick bag who's coming east-west pull into the spot as I'm fucking flashing my lights at it? Yes. So that's problem number two. But can I just say that the problem with that was what? you're in an intersection. So, But I was... But because you're indicating turning left... No, I flashed. Yeah, that's but... That's like the international language of that's my spot, that, bitch. Uh, yeah, but the problem was you were further away than you probably would have liked to have been. I can't stand in the intersection. Why? No, that's what I'm just saying. That's why it's a complicated situation. Stop taking this jerk side. So then, problem number three. There's a third problem? Yes. In my broken basket. Yeah. I, <laughs> I was like, we go to Walmart to find just a basket of shit to carry. And all the baskets John picks up have been like broken. Well, because we had a list of like five things. So I'm like, we don't need a cart because it's going to be too hard to push around. Like, mm-hmm. we need fries, mm-hmm. oil, and like soap. And then I didn't anticipate us getting like extra everything. Like, I know. Two bags of fries, two bottles of soap, dish soap. Like, just all oil, this shit. Like, oil, all these yeah. heavy things. Then the last one, and this goes back to, like, shopping center, train, escalator, elevator, all these etiquette things. So one of my biggest pet peeves is when people crowd and stop in front of something where you know people are going to be moving across. Yeah. Stairs, entrances, escalators, elevators. They just stop as if there could be nobody behind them. Yeah. So we're trying to go down the escalator, and John and I, like... I, even though we get a lot of stuff from Walmart, because it's, like, way cheaper than going to shoppers. Right. I fucking hate Walmart. That sucks. It's horrible. It's, like, a horrible shopping experience, and I apologize to any of you guys who work there who might listen. I'm sorry. No, Walmart's a sweet place to work, because they pay you more. Do they? It's like Starbucks. Yeah, I wanted to work there instead of Zellers, because they paid you more. Oh, and it didn't go under. Ouch. (laughs) (laughs) I got a soft spot for myself. I just realized it took a second, but you like this sellers. Of course, they didn't I go did. under Target bought them. Yeah, because it was like failing. No, it's the same as like still a successful franchise. They're just a bigger name, so they're like, mm-hmm. what are we gonna keep Zellers the name, or are mm-hmm. we gonna turn you into Target the name? Like it's better brand. I love that you have a soft spot for Zellers. Well, I have no I soft spot for Canadian Tire. Yeah, some of the worst times of my life were at Zellers. So why do you have a soft spot for them? I don't know. So either way, so we are waiting to go down this escalator, and this like larger than life couple just stops with like a buggy to have a conversation right in front of like 
the entrance part of the escalator. And, I, like, it could have been, like, almost, like, 45 seconds. Right. Like, I'm like, yeah. you literally should move. Like, and I was going to say, because I was getting so irate from, like, my throbbing fingers, my irate parking experience, yeah. the basket being broken. Like, you need to move. Yeah. Right? So, that was it. That's my sponsorship. Suburbs, go fuck yourself. Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> That was a good, like, 10-minute sponsorship. You help, you contributed, though. Yeah, but I'm going to have another quick one. Go. Because you're my sponsorship what? of the week. What did I do? Oh, is it when I punched you? Sponsorship of the week. <laughs> no, but I forgot that. You sucker punched <laughs> me in the gut yesterday for no reason. No, I had a reason. What was your reason? This is funny. punchable? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you punched me square in the chops, and it's just like, oh. <laughs> Sometimes I like punching John just because I can. Yeah, but every time you punch me, I'm supposed to get a special treat. No, you keep thinking all these treats. Well, you can have a s'more cupcake. That's true. That's all I'm thinking about right now is food. <laughs> Actually, my sponsorship is about food. And you, all week, you've been trying to get me to eat this weird dinner all week. What weird dinner? You're trying to get me to eat bangers and mash all damn week. <laughs> yeah. I was like, quit it, man, because... We had nothing in the fridge all week except for sausage and mashed potatoes. No, we had potatoes <laughs> and, like, chorizo sausages. Like, really good sausages. Yeah, and he kept trying to push on me, like, oh, what should we do for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. We have sausage. You're like, I have sausage and potatoes. I can make you sausage and potatoes. Dang I was like, no, mash. for dinner? This is so weird. I don't want my meat You're touching white. my potatoes. You should have had, like, I, this is, like, a white person thing. Not Irish white. No, it's exactly white. Yeah, but you know, sometimes you like repress things from like your nationality. Like, not the wars, not the fighting, not the alcoholism, not the alcoholism, but like the bangers and bangers and match. If it's more like a British thing, so you're white. Yeah, but that's it's like meat and potatoes. It's like saying all white guys are good at tax returns. Like, they are. True. You do my that's taxes. True. So. And you haven't been audited yet. Nope. But I just thought that was weird, though. I'm like, why do you keep offering, like, bangers okay, and mash? Okay, I don't understand one thing. Like, bangers and mash go really good together. It's like, who doesn't like, like, grilled meat? But you were going to make mashed potatoes? Yeah. And no, it's not like you put them all together. Like, as if it's, like, building a mound of mashed potatoes and you strategically put sausages in it. It's just, like, on the side. Yeah, but I don't like that taste palette. In my mouth. You literally ate nothing. Okay, so here's the one thing we could. This could go into our story of the week. Let me just end that sponsorship. Go. Then that's fine. That's the end of my sponsorship. So John and I have had a lot of food discussions this week because I can't remember what it was last week, early last week. You were saying you're like, oh, I want to start eating healthier or <laughs> I something. Regret saying that you now. regret saying that. So then I was telling you about um, this infomercial ad that I had seen last Saturday. And it was called the 21 Day Fix. And so for those of you guys who have ever seen this, like, infomercial, whenever I wake up early. the Slap Chop guy? No, it's this chick um, who's, like, an exercise dietitian person. It's not the Trivago guy? No, I love the Trivago guy. Ah, fuck that guy. He's always doing wacky shit, and he, like, tries to act younger than he is. I know, that's what's so charming about him now. It's like you're 50, and you're wearing, like, tight blue... He's basically wearing your outfit today. I know. I actually liked his hair. Exactly. But Shut I'm up. Fuck that guy. He finally bought your pomade. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, Keep going. 
Either way, so I saw this infomercial because whenever we get up early, there's nothing on actual like cable TV. That's what the PVR is for. For 9 a.m., but sometimes I boycott the PVR for a bit. Why? On Sundays. Because I watch all my PVR stuff on Saturdays. Yeah, but there's still stuff you can find. Either way, in the mornings, there's all like these paid TV commercial programming. And sometimes I get sucked in. One of the weeks I watched it had this thing called the 21 Day Fix, which was this dietitian woman who basically has a workout program for 21 days where they actually distribute what you're eating by Tupperware containers. So it's like reproportioning your food and then like a, like a forecast for exercise. Yeah. So I told John, I'm like, yo, I'm like guaranteed. I'm like completely feeding us inaccurately in portions. Yeah, size. you always do it too. I always say I want less food. And you're like, no, you always No, I always food. give you more food. But I'm like, you're, I need more food. You're a growing boy. <laughs> I'm growing too much. <laughs> I need to grow vertically, not... Well, good luck with that. So having said that, remember you said you're like, oh, because I think I was working last Saturday. You're like, oh, I'm going to go work out. Did you end up working out? No, but that's because something came up. Life. What? <laughs> well, you know, sometimes it's just like, my foot still hurts, <laughs> raining that day. Like, I think just stuff happens, you know? My favorite was like the most intense I've ever seen John work out. Was when you're getting ready for Halloween to wear your Justin Hawkins uh, onesie costume. Yeah. You were like on a legit regime. And my most fit was when I was laid off and could work out with senior citizens. So what does that say about us in exercise? It uh, means we, one of us needs to be unemployed and the other one needs to be able to walk around with their shirt off. Exactly. So I don't know which so one I you want to do. Probably not the latter. Um, so either way, I saw these Tupperware containers and I was like, I can actually... I'm sure we can be healthy by nature of us readjusting the proportions that we eat. And so I also told you this girl that I went to high school with, um, I'm not super close to her by any means anymore, but I have her on Facebook. She did this 21 day fix and she looked bananas different at the end of 21 days. And so she wrote a blog about how she like swears by it. So I'm like, okay, this is good. There's like a personal reference point. Right. So I bought these containers (laughs) off of, Amazon and what they don't tell you is what the container size actually is and I was like floored when they came in there was the tiniest little box yeah at our door and it was probably no bigger than a foot long and like how big is that like, right. it was just it was like tiny. two inches wide and so I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, did I get the wrong Tupperwares? Are these like snack Tupperwares? Yeah. And so they basically give you proportions for like how many veggies, how many fruit, how many, how much protein, carbs, etc. Clearly, I would throw the carb box Tupperware out the window because yeah. I eat about six times that many carbs in a day. Yeah. And then for you, I think you 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 have more of a sweet tooth than I do. Oh yeah. So it'd be like you would eat more of like the dessert Tupperware size. Oh yeah. Um, so either way, John and I have just started this 21 day fix with this new controlled proportion Tupperware dining experience. And how did you fare today? Uh, it started off good. I had a good smoothie you made me from Mm -hmm. mango smoothie and then I had a whole bunch of carrots and and celery sticks Mm -hmm. and then I ate a salad. Then I ate some more strawberries and then it turned to two o'clock. Yeah. And the problem is, I don't feel hungry now. Mm-hmm. I just have a food headache. That's the issue. But it's that's like, not good. So I said to John, I was like, because they give you, so basically you're supposed to take your actual weight 
times it by 11 to create your baseline, uh, add 450 and then minus 750, and that puts you in the calorie bracket for how many you're supposed to take in per day. And so John and I are both basically like between 1,500 and 1,700 calories we're supposed to eat a day to like lose X amount of weight. Right. And so there's this other chart that says like, here's how many things of protein you're supposed to eat, et cetera. You apparently chose to be a vegetarian today. Why didn't you eat any protein? I, I don't I don't know fully what protein is. I know it's chicken, but other than that, it's I don't know. It's not just chicken. I don't know what other protein. Why like did you Google rice it? Rice Krispies? What? No, that's I carbs. Know. Clearly. <laughs> I don't know. Well, because whenever I eat salads, I just, I try to eat as healthy as I can, so I just get a garden salad. Yeah, but you can use chicken. Like, that's, like, healthy protein. This is where you just need only three red Tupperwares right, but of I, protein a day. I'd almost rather replace the chicken with um, croutons. That's carbs. That's the yellow <laughs> container. <laughs> oh, my God. John's stress sweating now. <laughs> yeah. So, either way, we came, we were coming home, and John basically was, like, not having it. And then he was wanted a bowl, bowl of rice crispies. And I'm like, you can only have this because tiny I yellow. Because sw- I switched away from... Cornflakes. Whenever I get cornflakes, I put a little bit of sugar on the Mm-mm. top for fun. I was like, oh, I'll get Rice Krispies because I don't need to fuck with sugar. So, <laughs> and then I, I was under the impression I could do like a normal big bowl of Rice Krispies. So the one thing we realized over the span of building up to this 21-day starting challenge for us is that John and I decided that it's easier to be health, not healthy, I will say, but it's easier to be skinny when you don't have money, yeah. that's one. Because both of us in our college or when we first start meeting, when we first start dating, we're substantially thinner, but then we well, also made substantially less money. It's also like eight years ago. Your metabolism's yeah. just better when totally. you're like 23 years old. But we also ate, like John was telling me, like, what are some of the poor man foods you used to eat? Well, when I was in college, I lived all the way. If you're from if you're from Toronto, you know where Scarborough is. And my campus was like, Danforth, almost downtown. Uh-huh. So I lived in Scarborough for residence, and I was fresh down here from Ottawa, so I didn't know anything. Uh-huh. This is 2004. Like, I didn't have GPS on my phone because I had a flip phone that <laughs> didn't even properly work. Uh-huh. So I had a meal card, but since my campus, like, the area, the, they had a little bit of, like, a food mart inside the residence, uh-huh. but it closed at 6. Uh-huh. And I was only buying jelly beans and, like, cereal <laughs> anyways, which went really well. <laughs> And then I would just like buy like three slices of pizza from like across the street for dinner. <laughs> yeah. So that would, but I also ate earlier. I'd eat dinner at like six o'clock. And Whoa. then every Sunday, I don't even think. Did you have a snack? Yeah, it was the jelly beans. <laughs> okay. I'd eat jelly beans and drink chocolate milk, which was like always <laughs> the best. John, even though he hasn't had a cavity ever. Never, I never had a cavity. <laughs> I've never. Part of me thinks you're lying. How am I lying? <laughs> I don't know what cavities look like because I haven't had cavities. They're black tar on, on the bottom of your teeth. And you know I have a cavity. No, holes are in your teeth. Yeah, holes but teeth. you know you have a cavity because when you eat fruit, it hurts your teeth. Fruit? Yeah. Why fruit? That's what it is. Look it up. You know you have a cavity when you eat fruit. I don't fruit. trust you. This is like when you look away when you're lying to I'll, me. No, I'll look no, it up. No, I don't watch you too. Anyways, so... But every there's no vegetables or fruit listed in any of that. No, story. I, I need any vegetables or fruit. <laughs> oh, you just spit on me. I know I do. What do you think? It's just a 21 year old kid living in Toronto. Think yeah. I'm eating vegetables? I spent 20 years eating vegetables with my folks. Like, and then so okay. So between when did you start? When did we start dating? When you were 24? Yeah, but hold on. Just to finish that college story, mm. the mart, the food mart inside. I don't think that's the right word. But anyway, it's a place where you would buy food. Inside. Grocery stores? It wasn't a grocery store. It's like a, 
It was like a food mart the size of this room. Okay. And they just sold sold like basic bitch type stuff. Jelly beans. <laughs> yeah. So. I know. I'm trying. So, anyways, I I just remember I used to buy like one minute rice that you would pop in the microwave, <laughs> yeah. and that was my emergency because every weekend. What'd you eat with the rice? Well, hold on. So every weekend the food mart would be closed, and by like Saturday afternoon all my jelly beans would be gone. And then I didn't know where a grocery store was. Like, yeah. I used to have to buy food from Walmart, the Scarborough Town Center, because it was a super Walmart store. Yeah. And I think that's actually where I bought the one-minute rice. Anyways, basically every Sunday when I would try to fall asleep, I couldn't because I was so, like, starved to death. <laughs> that, like, 2 in the morning, I'd have to get out of bed and throw my rice into the microwave. <laughs> and it was just tasted awful. Because you're just eating minute rice. Ew. Yeah. That's disgusting. Yeah. So wait a second then. When you finally started having money, what did you eat? Uh, well, well, then I started working after school. Mm-hmm. After school was done, I had my own apartment. And then I was buying like dope shit. Like I was buying steaks and chicken. What and did you eat with your steak though? So I was very healthy. I'd eat steak. I would have a baked potato and an apple. <laughs> And I would poke four holes in my potato because that's how you let it breathe in the oven. Yeah. And then steak, I didn't put anything on it. <laughs> and then I get like a red delicious apple, slice that up. And then I would drink my third Coke of the day. That's so gross. And then probably have jelly beans afterwards. <laughs> See? I yeah, feel now like I'm you're healthier. living a high life now. But it's just also like when you're 21, 22, mm. 25. You don't know about marinating. No, I was just going to say your, your metabolism is just so crazy that it's mm-hmm. like... It's fine. You can eat whatever you want. And then as you get older, now that we're in our 30s, things yeah. slow down. And, yeah. And we also haven't been walking as much. No. Maybe is why I feel sluggish just because the weather's been so shitty. Yeah. So. No, that's fair. I, I do want to, like, I will say, like, this 21-day fix, Um, I hope, like, I'm day one. I still feel okay today. I was actually starving until I realized we packed, like, a cornucopia of vegetables for each of us. Um, When I was younger, uh, pre-John... Time and I was living with one of my first roommates after I got my first job. Okay. I didn't make a lot of food for dinner. Like I find like you and I actually make like real dinners, like Sunday dinners well, that's every day. Because there's two of us. When there's just one of you. When you're not here, I just make French toast. Yeah. When you're not here, I'll have like grilled cheese or something. I've been dying so bad for what like one of these days when you're gone to buy like a carton of chocolate milk. That is disgusting. I know, but I crave chocolate milk you and jelly beans. It. What? Why are you six? Every time I eat a jelly bean, it reminds me of chocolate milk. And every time I drink chocolate milk, it reminds me of jelly beans. But I don't do either of the two anymore. Like, when was the last time you saw me mess around with chocolate milk or jelly beans? Okay, first of all, you have juju beans. Yeah, those aren't jelly beans. Although like I did eat those, I did eat those a lot too in college. And then chocolate milk, you had like chocolate milkshakes. Oh, <laughs> I just remembered making chocolate milkshakes. Oh my god. <laughs> It's not, life isn't fair. It's like we came home today and there's a fucking Harvey's brochure through our window. <laughs> through our window, through our mail slot. One of the most disgusting things, I remember my old roommate, Mikey, he used to make this thing like tuna casserole with cannibal soup and it make Ew. like a vat of it for a week and keep it in our fridge. And like my old house was disgusting. Like yeah. it was already dirty as it. So I don't think I cooked a lot in that kitchen as much as like we obviously cook now and I enjoy cooking. But yeah. he would make, like, this giant, weird Campbell soup tuna casserole I remember thing, that, actually. And keep it in the fridge and eat that over the course of five days. And all I would buy, I remember, would be, like, like those pitas and have, like, grilled cheese and salsa inside Ugh. of them. And so, like, that would be my diet for, like, 
four out of five days unless you and I were going out for our steak dinners every night. Right. And so at the keg. At the keg. And so I think this is one thing. It's like now that we have money and we stay in a lot more kind of thing, even though we do go out a lot for yeah. dinner. Not as much. We start try and stay in. I feel like the types of food we eat yeah. are very different and the scope of food we eat is very different. Yeah, definitely. Can I read you something? What? The most common cavity symptom you will experience will be a toothache. Particularly bad cases of tooth decay could hurt. Ugh. Ew, I don't want to see things. No, 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 no. That was just like a weird, oh. I'm on like a weird like, oh. Russian site. What? A uh, particularly bad case of tooth decay could occur constantly, but in the early stages, you'll feel the most pain when you eat uh, fruit or drink something cold. Cool. Um, whatever. <laughs> so that is... That was also like a fake news site, probably. So what I will say is hopefully by the time this podcast ends is when the 21-day challenge will end. Yeah, so we'll tell you... I'm so after this. Yeah, but two weeks. So 14 days, right? I just have to figure out how to not get a food headache. I don't mind them. Eat my... protein. Yeah, but I'm, tr- I'm trying to save up so I can eat enough Rice Krispies at night. We'll see. We'll see. Okay, that's our tech challenge. Um, you didn't. You have to tell a story from last week. Which about one? About going to see a movie thing. Oh yeah. So you didn't tell that story last week. So last week we went to go see. We took our nephew Benjamin. To go see the animated feature film Sing. And I actually really liked it. So what on the Fastbender scale do you give the movie? Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight because that white boy crazy. I actually didn't like it. I gave it a five. You and Benjamin. Yeah, I didn't like it. So this movie, for those of you guys who haven't seen it... It's a 2016 release. It's an animated comedy drama, and it's about a city of humanoid animals, um, a hustling theater in impresario attempt to save his theater with a singing competition that becomes grander than he anticipates, even as its finalists find that their lives will never be the same. And so this movie actually has like voices from like Matthew McConaughey, Reese Witherspoon, Seth MacFarlane, Scarlett Johansson, John C. Riley, Tori Kelly, etc. Jennifer Hudson, yeah. um, tons of bigwig names, Nick Kroll. And so I thought the movie was actually really interesting. I thought the animation was great. And like the music was super current. Yeah, I just, I didn't feel anything for any of the characters. Like I didn't care if the guy lost what? his like. We also thing. came like 10 minutes late and left, left 20 it. minutes early. That's true. So my favorite scene in this film was, and I thought John and I weren't sitting with each other at this point, was they did um, a scene in the theater where they're like, we need to renovate the theater and make it, um, what you might call it, like very super futuristic. So they took out all the flooring in the backdrop and put like little squids to make it like a fish tank. Yeah. And so the squids all lit it like lit up and whatnot and they dropped the lights and then the song Flashing Lights by Kanye West came on, yeah, which I thought was cool. pretty badass. And yeah. then like... Another part was, like, um, one of the pigs singing, like, Taylor Swift, Shake It Off, okay. which was I awesome. I don't know if I deserve that part. And then Carly Rae Jemsen's song, which yeah. was awesome. Like, I felt like all the music was super modern, so, like, that was fun kind of to hear. Um, so on the Fastbender scale... Yo, yo, yo. How many Michael Fastbenders do you get out of ten, boy? Damn, dog. You get eight, because that white boy crazy. If you guys, if you listeners have kids... 
I should strongly suggest seeing the film Sing. I give it 8 out of 10 Fastbenders. But what else happened to you at the movie theater? Wasn't there like some strangers or something? Oh, yeah. So I have this thing. Like, I always consider John the child whisperer, right, out of, like, the two of us. But, like, so John was sitting with Ben, um, not beside me anymore. They went to go sit in another section because I think Ben was getting restless. And then down our aisle, all the way at the opposite end, was, like, a family of four with two little kids. And then all of a sudden, I have this, like, one little guy sitting beside me and kind of, like, talking to me. Right. But then all of a sudden, his littler sister, who's no more than two, like Cindy Lou Who, comes up to me and basically starts hanging out with me and sitting beside me and, like, in the seat beside me. So I have to, like, move everything. Okay. And so I'm kind of like, oh, this is different. And if you're, like, obviously you're in a matinee performance of a children's film. You never know. You never know, Someone, though. You could have stole that kid. And so that's why I was like, why is this parent not coming to get their kids for me? Yeah, I wouldn't trust that shit. And so I'm all of a sudden, for like 10 minutes, I'm just sitting and talking to these little kids who aren't our kids. We don't have kids. Right. Right? But none of our, like, immediate family kids. Yeah. So that was a little bit fucked up. That was a little strange. I, I do think that. it's sketchy. Like, do we look that trusting? Yeah, do we? we? Yeah, you like never we know, though. You never know. But you're in a dark know. theater. They don't know what you look like. I look trusting. What's the update on your picture like? Ooh. 50! Hey, there you go. You hit 50. I need more. 50? That's all you wanted was like 50. Yeah. 52! 50, you're going to hit 52 soon. <gasps> what okay. else happened this week? <laughs> oh, we went jamming. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was going to say pick a number between 1 and 40. Nope. So, <laughs> we actually... Did you say 20? No, I said nope. Let's see what number 20 is. No. Just for fun. If it's a bad question, we won't do it. Okay. What does friendship mean to you? Well, you gotta come closer. Not doing this question. Why? <laughs> because you're a good friend and wouldn't put me through it. You're good. No, it's just friendship <laughs> means. Why did you have to process that? I, I, I've been eating greens all day and I need red. What? Red hots? Keep going. No pause. I actually wanted to do a game. Okay. We haven't done a game and it's been a very political week this week. That's true. So, for those of you guys, if you're living under a rock, um, last Friday was the Donald Trump inauguration. And even though we're Canadian, this obviously plays a little bit of a role in our future, knowing that it's our brother south of the border. Right. And so, a lot of policy and a lot of, like, who knows, like, social affairs might actually start finding themselves north of the border, and, you know, we'll have to deal with that. Right. So, one of the games... Um, and I want to talk about the inauguration later, but I wanted to play a game because we haven't done this in a while. It is, who said it? Donald Trump or Adolf Hitler? Hey, wow, I said that horribly. Adolf Hitler. You sure you want to go down this road? Oh, I do. Just watch your choice words. I know. Okay, so ready? Mine says Hitler or Trump, not Okay, keep proper score because you always cheat. How do I cheat? You always make up numbers. Okay, so question number one. <laughs> who said it? Trump or Hitler, you will never learn what I am thinking. Uh, that's definitely Hitler, because you can learn what Trump's thinking by just watching SNL and looking at his Twitter feed. In invalid. Donald Trump. Okay. That seems like some bullshit. <laughs> Number two, I want to be unpredictable. Um, that 
the German translation? Achenbuchen? That's definitely a <laughs> Hitler thing. <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> Next one. Sometimes by losing a battle, you find a new way to win the war. That's definitely a Hitler one. Ding, ding, ding! <laughs> I'm just, just going to keep saying Hitler over and over again. Number four. It is not truth that matters, but victory. <coughs> um, I think that's another Hitler quote. Ding, ding, ding! <laughs> He's more eloquent. Yeah, that's what I'm discovering. Okay, <laughs> right. number five. People who are following me are very passionate. They love this country. <laughs> Could go either way, but I think that's definitely a Donald J. Trump quote. Ding, ding, ding! And then when he said follows, you mean like in person or on Twitter? Hmm, I don't know, man. I often wonder, remember you made that one sketch for Second City for one of your writing courses where it's like if old, like, um, what you want to call it? old, like, leaders, like Mussolini, Stalin, had, like, social media accounts, what would they tweet? I feel like this is so telling for right now. That's true. Right? Okay. Number six. All great movements are popular movements. <laughs> you think he was talking about dancing Hitler? <laughs> what? Who's dancing Hitler? <laughs> but considering he lost the popular vote, I'm going to go with Hitler again. Ding, ding, ding! Okay. Smoking it. Number Do I seven. Get a special treat if I win? No, dinner. <laughs> three, three Tupperwares of protein. Okay, number seven. I play to people's fantasies. I call it truthful hyperbole. I also call it getting pissed on in the shower. <laughs> that would be Donald Trump's golden showers. Ding, ding, ding. That. Number eight. Make the lie big. Make it simple. Keep saying it, and they will believe it. People, you're going to make me think that's a Trump, but that's definitely Hitler. Ding, ding, ding! I'm kind of worried that I know so many of these <laughs> yeah, guys' I was like, quotes. what? Did you read Mein Kampf? <laughs> I read the first page of Mein Kampf. Where'd you even find Mein Kampf? You can get it at the library. The KKK <laughs> library? No. Those lowercase KKK? Yeah. Best quote ever. Um, Number nine. Part of being a winner is knowing when to walk away. Some reason I think that's Trump, but he doesn't follow his own advice. Ding ding ding! Look at all these check marks. I know. Why do you really know you're Hitler, or do you really know you're Trump? I don't know, but as a white guy, no, I'm just gonna stop right there. <laughs> as an Aryan white guy, yeah. In I wish I had all these wrong. 2016. 2017. Um, election. Mm. Okay, number ten. If you win, you need not have to explain. If you lose. You should be there to explain. Because it's weird English, I think it's weird translation. That's Hitler. Ding, ding, ding. And that is how you play? Is it who said it? Donald Trump or Hitler? See, I won this one badly. Yeah, that's because you're hungry. Your fear took over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fight or flight. And I just want, <laughs> looking at you, I want to eat your legs. No, like chicken legs. So, basically. The inauguration. So, um... The inauguration happened on Friday, and I unfortunately, I didn't actually get to watch it live. We, You, thankfully, um, PVR'd it on CNN, and I got to watch it when I got home. Um, so what did you think? Because you watched it live. Mm, uh, it was kind of sad parts of it. Mm -hmm. um, 
But also part of me is like, oh, I'm glad Obama, Obama's done, only because it's like, guy deserves like a nice vacation. Like, get him out of this bullshit. I heard that his plane had to derail from California because of weather conditions. Really? So, oh. so it was like first day off the job. He couldn't actually go to Palm Springs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was, it was all right. Like, it was just weird to see. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, it's just, I don't know what to say. It was just strange. I felt like the one thing, so I think we may have mentioned this on previous podcasts. I actually got to go attend Obama's 2008 inauguration, and it was one of the most exhilarating, one of the most inspiring moments of my young life. Um, it was like all walks of life, all ages, like so many people in the mall, like Washington was just crazy and just yeah. so powerful. And then like watching the coverage of this this time around, it just looked so pitiful. And, like, you showed me a picture of, like, and it was, like, on Instagram of a swipe picture between Trump's inauguration and Obama's and, like, the difference of, like, yeah. people there. And so it was crazy to see, like, how many less people turned out for him. Right. And then the other side of it is how many people turned up to march against him oh, around yeah. the world the next day. Way more. And so... The one thing that I didn't like about his speech, and I thought about this in relation to George W. Bush to Obama, yeah. is that when you go to, like, D.C. and you go to, like, the memorials and everything, and so, like, Veterans Memorial and, like, Lincoln Memorial and everything, they have all these etchings of, like, famous quotes from presidents around the actual memorial sites. Right. And they're so eloquent and they sound so prolific. And then when you just think about Trump talking, it sounds like a six-year-old with a crayon wrote his speech. Yeah. His inauguration speech, and it wasn't powerful. It was almost like he tries to be like funny and like almost talk like in the third person, which annoys me. Right. And so I didn't find anything overtly offensive about his inauguration uh, speech. You can't be offensive. Not offensive, but just like almost defensive and thus offensive. <laughs> um, I did, however, find it ridiculous his CIA speech afterwards, yeah. and he didn't like actually go there to like honor the like the actual memorial wall he went there to like tout his like his platform as president and like account for all the things people were against him for right um so i do think it's like a really funny time in in history yeah i always go back to john oliver's thing of like no matter what this is not normal yeah and the one thing i thought about is when everyone is reporting uh, reporting about him on canadian news they never say, like, President Donald Trump. Right. They now say, like, President Mr. Donald, Mr. Trump yeah. kind of thing, whereas I don't feel like people used to be, like, President Barack or President Mr. Barack Obama. Right. They almost, like, can't put those two, like, um, articles together. Yeah, it's so, interesting. So I just think it's a funny time. I thought SNL was hilarious on Saturday. I thought Aziz Azari did an amazing job. Yeah, he was good. Apparently one of their writers got suspended today for making a bad joke about Baron Trump. Oh, did you see because of all the hate? Like, yeah, they're, like, shaming him on Twitter. It's one thing if you want to, like, shame, like, his fully grown-up sons and daughters yeah. and stuff. It's a 10-year-old kid. it's, like, a 10-year-old kid. kid. Like, that part's, like... Don't bully yeah, him. Yeah, like, I feel bad. It's the same as, like, Rob Ford's kids. It's, like, yeah. he didn't ask to be born into who this. Was, who was bullying his kids? Rob Ford's kids? Yeah. Well, I just mean, like, if you go to school and mm -hmm. you know that your dad was Rob Ford, you don't think those kids were getting That's bullied? That's true. But, yeah, someone on SNL, one of the writers got suspended for, like, talking shit out yeah which i well, agree that's with. the horrible shot <laughs> i right? know i'll throw it away later um so either way i thought that was horrible i read an article about that last night about like people bullying baron on twitter yeah, and like saying cool. 
really like mean things. It's like, okay, the kid is 10. He's awkward. He's clearly been born into like such like a horrible scenario that he can't actually, he has no say in it, right? It's just just happening. You want to talk about anything creepy, talk about those two sons who look like serial killers. Yeah, exactly. Right? So either way, you should go as that older son for Halloween this year. Uh, Which one? Eric? Yeah. You can pot made your hair down. That's true. <laughs> you like his hairstyle. So, ugh, do you? No, of okay, course not. Don't it's don't like <laughs> cut at super cuts. Super cuts. Mine cut at. And now there's something in your hair. Probably. <laughs> can I eat it? <laughs> Let's make dinner. Yeah, Why won't it come out? Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry about it. I'll do it later. I got it. We're almost done. Let's just, we'll end this in like five minutes, but... You want to talk about some of the 2017 TV shows you're most excited for? Uh, yeah. Do you have a list prepared? No. Good thing <laughs> I did. Let me pop in on your list. Good thing I made one before lunchtime. Thank God you had a lunchtime. That's true. <laughs> uh, I just have a few shows here. Mm-hmm. Uh, first one is Fargo. Ooh. Which comes back hopefully in April. Mm-hmm. That's supposed to be a big one. Uh, better Call Saul, because we've been watching so much Bachelor lately. Bachelor? <laughs> <laughs> Someone get this kid some protein. <laughs> it's because I wrote down Bachelor in Paradise next to Ooh, Better I Call Saul. I am excited for that one. We've been watching Crazy so much... Corinne better be on it. Yeah, I've been cl- for all you Bachelor Nation fans out there, I mm-hmm. want to see Corinne and the Chad hook up yeah. on Bachelor Yeah, I took a quiz on BuzzFeed yesterday because that is the most credible news you can do. And it was like, who are you most alike, Chad or Corinne? Right. And I actually wanted to end up being Chad instead. <laughs> I unfortunately got Corinne. Yeah, do you have a nanny as well? No. So That's then, somebody else in my family. So then... <laughs> The other one I'm excited for is Silicon Valley. Ooh, yeah. Which probably doesn't come back till April or so. Booge. And then John Oliver, which I think comes back next month. It'd be interesting to see what he says about like mm-hmm. um, all the Trump stuff. I'm actually just like, what I said to you, like you and I spoke about this, like I asked you if like, because you recorded the Donald Trump roast yeah. on Comedy Central, I think. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, was it bad or whatever? And then you're like, oh, it's not, like he's not running yet so it's yeah, not it's as probably from like they mentioned him wanting to run in 2012 mm-hmm. so i said like oh wouldn't it be interesting if like donald trump does like the late night circuit kind of like obama always used to yeah but i don't think trump would because i can't see who would be nice to him only jimmy fallon because he's been nice to him exactly so but it's like do you want to be jimmy fallon bringing donald trump on your show and be nice to him uh if you're the number one rated show to bring ratings in it would bring ratings in, but what is he going to talk to him about? I don't know. He talked to him like five months ago. Woo! That's when he did the thing where he like messed up his hair. But didn't he get in trouble, you said? Well, yeah, everyone's like, why are you bringing him on the show? And he's like, well, have you seen my show? Oh, Because yeah. he's nice to everybody. Like, he's yeah. a very enthusiastic guy. It's that's like, true. At the he, same time, like, shows like that, like, you you expect John Oliver or The Daily Show or SNL to be, like, political. Mm-hmm. But a show like Jimmy, like The Tonight Show, yeah. it's entertainment. So his entertainment was fucking... Yeah. Weird throwing his hair around yeah that's true so it's like I, I i don't fault him for doing that he'd probably play this who said it donald trump or hitler yeah okay uh the other shows i have is curb your enthusiasms coming back for the first time in like four or five years is this gonna be like how like arrested development came back and nobody really liked it no because arrested development probably came back because they were throwing all this money mm-hmm. curb your enthusiasm came back because Larry David's like, I'm only coming back if I have a good idea. Like, he's not doing it just to do it. Mm-hmm. That's why he's been off for five years. He's like, 
he's done like eight or nine seasons. Oh, okay. So I trust him. Like, if he's like, oh, I have ideas. This is the show that was the basis of Seinfeld, right? Seinfeld, George is based off of Larry David. Oh, okay. Larry David and Seinfeld, Jerry Seinfeld yeah. created Seinfeld. Yeah. And then he's playing himself in real life in Kirby Enthusiasm. He's playing Larry David. Okay. And he's playing the creator of Seinfeld, but he gets into these situations. So gotcha. It's Seinfeld, but with swearing, basically. Okay. And then, is there any other shows you can think of? No. Uh, how about... Bates Motel. Oh, yeah, Bates Motel. I have to show you the trailer for that yes, still. Yes, please. Comes back, I think, did I say February? Mm-hmm. That should be good. It's the final season of that show. The one show, that, the one thing that I thought was a TV show, but it's actually a movie, was that one Split, yeah. which I thought was um, the dude who plays Professor X, Yeah. right? I thought, he, in the new X-Men, I thought he was coming into, like, a TV series where he has multiple personalities and, like, there's this, like, murder, and I thought it was an eight-part series, but it's actually a movie. So. And a Shyamalan movie. Oh, which means it has a horrible ending. I actually read the ending. Is it horrible? Uh, no, it's He pretty... goes through a forest and doesn't have personalities? Uh, no, but you know what happens? No, is it he turns... does see dead people. Turns out it's the sequel to Unbreakable. What's that? you never seen Unbreakable? No. Me neither. It's the movie that came out after Sixth Sense with Samuel L. Jackson and Bruce Willis, where they're like... As soon as you said Samuel L. Jackson, I thought snakes on a plane. I'm not even shitting you. No, the idea is in, in the movie Unbreakable, Samuel L. Jackson... Uh, no, in the movie Unbreakable, Bruce Willis <laughs> can't be hurt. Like, he's getting fucking thrown downstairs. You just said Bruce Willis in, like, a waft of air came out of you. <laughs> like, my hair flew up. In the movie Unbreakable, Bruce Willis cannot be broken. He can get beat up. He can be thrown downstairs. He can't be hurt. But Samuel L. Jackson fucking wind comes th- through the door and it breaks his ribs because he's like he's super breakable. Is this a non-fiction or a fiction film? Yeah, obviously it's M Night Shyamalan. He so, did this movie yeah, too. So the idea is oh. Samuel L. Jackson is mm. a super villain because he's like, if I'm breakable, there should be someone unbreakable. So he's trying to find this person, and all this crazy shit happens. I don't know. I've never seen this movie. But, this movie sounds horrible. But then at the end of Split, because I wanted to read what the the twist was. Yeah. Bruce Willis is in like the very last scene. He's like, I'm from this world and I am still unbreakable. Bruce Willis is from in Split? Yeah, he's in like a cameo at the end. So sorry I spoiled it for all of you, but I don't <gasps> really give a shit. Remember that time I told John I really wanted to go see this movie? No, you didn't. I, I fucking have always yeah. been saying have that. You, you've never seen Unbreakable, so it wouldn't spoil anything. You just wouldn't get it. I also didn't even get the sixth sense when I saw it. I know, but that's different. This is. I haven't spoiled what actually happens. Like, I mean, like, plot. calling out to action a movie from, like, 15 years ago. Because M. Night Shyamalan always wanted to make a sequel. But this isn't, like, it's a sequel, like, how 25 Cloverfield Lane It's a sequel to Cloverfield, whatever that movie is. I wasn't allowed to see it because of my seizures. I know, but 27 Cloverfield Lane. What's that other movie called? I can't. I wasn't allowed no, to see it. No, I know, it. but I'm saying. Because of my seizures. They're at the same world, but their sequels, like, how American Horror Story does sequels. It's like a different storyline. Mini series. It's a self-contained series. Yes. And this is a great place to end the podcast. <laughs> John's diary, he needs some protein. I just ruined the number one movie at the box office. <laughs> For me, too. After yeah, just the, saying it was the most anticipated thing I was looking forward to. No, this. but that wouldn't spoil it at all. You just wouldn't get it. But I'm, what happened, the fact that well, it's... Well, all the listeners who have seen it. And that's great. Then they can agree with me. 
But what I'm saying is the fact that it's Unbreakable 2, and I'm doing air quotes, yeah. what wouldn't ruin the movie at all. Isn't that that animated movie, Unbreakable 2? Are you thinking of Bug's Life? What the fuck? No, that's about the ants. But what I'm saying is the actual, what actually happens in the movie, that I haven't spoiled anything. I, I probably won't go back and watch this. You wouldn't see it anyways. It's too scary. Nah, I won't watch it. Hey, that's why I know. It's too scary. Like, ooh, you know what's on tonight that I'm excited to watch? The Bachelor. No, when you go to bed, I'm watching Slender Man. What the? He attacks you with his thinness. What? That is. <laughs> Slender Man's an urban myth about this really tall guy with no face and long arms, and he, like, tells kids to do things. <laughs> yeah. Waddle the yard. But the documentary is about, he's a, he's a It's a, a documentary? Yeah. Be- is this, like, the tree man? Who's the tree man? The guy who has, like, no, 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 branch arms. No, oh, that's a real condition. Slender Man this was... This is not a real documentary then? No. It... <laughs> Slender Man, there was a contest in the UK to make up Slender Man. Okay. And then it was like, draw your favorite Slender Man. And then like, people would like, add on to the mythology. Mm-hmm. And basically, Slender Man would tell kids like, to do certain things. But he's not real, obviously. But then these two like 10-year-old girls murdered this other girl mm-hmm. because they said Slender Man told them to. You're going to fucking freak out. Yeah, of so course probably I am. don't watch this. Are you looking up Slender Man? Yeah. You, there's one classic picture in black and white of him holding these two kids' hands. I am. Yeah, this up. one. That's fucking frightening. I, I know, but I'm so pumped to watch this. Why are you going to watch this? You're going to have nightmares and keep me up the whole time. I know. Because there's no paranormal witness. Anyways, do you have a band of the week this week? No. You said you did yesterday. No, but not this week. Oh. Um, well, then hold on. Let me figure out my band of the week. I'll go make. We're gonna compromise on the band of the week. We are. What is your favorite song off of Wilco Schmilco? Oh, uh, I forgot the title. Uh, <laughs> it's it, my phone. So Wilco Schmilco was one of your favorite albums of the year. Yeah. Oh wait, 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 I almost ah. believe so. Because I was trying to look up, I couldn't figure out what band of the week it was to do, but I realized I put Wilco down. Mm. And my favorite songs if I ever was a child, but I want to hear your favorite song. M- mine's Someone to Lose. Someone to Lose? Yeah. So this is Wilco Schmilco, Someone to Lose. Thank you. You're welcome. Why don't I give all the contact info? Um, if you want to get in contact with me and check out some of the cool shit we've done over the past week, it's Val Gomez 23 on Instagram. Twitter and Snapchat. You can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Pinterest. I'm at Malcamp. <laughs> and on Facebook.com. Plus, live at 605, we'll post Slender Man. We'll post Whoa. pictures of our damn containers. We'll post yeah. And put a real container beside it for proximity. I'll post a picture of me from Memento. The machine is. Memento's the one with the tattoos that goes backwards. I don't know. So, anyways, how do we end this thing again? Uh, I'm your podcast. Huh? I'm John. Be easy. You did my part. But you still never know where your soul is attached.
John Mallon and Val Gomez.